Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's Mike Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast. This is episode number 39. And we'll be looking at the timeline of uh, Gabby uh, Petito's uh, murder. I looked at the timelines that were available online. I looked at witnesses' statements and before we get into the timeline and the statements, um, you know, what we do have to realize, uh, especially here in America, that quite often uh, females go missing. And if you are, are on a Native American reservation, uh, very few of those female disappearances are ever reported. It was interesting during uh, the search for Gabby Petito, uh, law enforcement agencies uh noted that they had found other missing people. However, nobody elaborated very far uh, on the fact of were they alive, were they deceased, male, female, identified, unidentified. But it just goes to show you that this is something that's occurring on a steady basis in the United States. And it's really something that needs to be looked into. Um, I probably interviewed hundreds of people involved in people's disappearances and things like that. And there always seems to be signs prior to the event and after the event. What disturbing me about the Gabby Petito case and it seems that I'm isolating solely this case in particular I'm not because this goes this goes for all of the missing females and males because there's just as many um But I've kind of after looking into some of these facts uh, it is with the highest probability that Gabby Petito uh, was strangled either on the evening of August 25th in the morning of August 26th. And I'll, I'll give you my ex- explanation for this. On August 24th, Tito uh, FaceTimed her mother. At that time, they were in uh, Utah. She stated that they were going to Wyoming. <clears throat> On August 25th, 
following day, there were texts between Petito and her mother. However, on the next, the following day, August 26th, Brian Laundry was observed parking the Petito's white van by Sprite Creek. The witness uh, who made that statement reported a few things. She reported that uh, Laundry was driving the vehicle. Um, he appeared somewhat disorientated. He wasn't sure exactly where to park the vehicle, and she she stated that at no time did she observe a female passing. So we know that Gabby Petito had texted her mother on the 25th. However, the following morning, Wanda was parking the van. So, with the highest of probabilities, the homicide occurred either on the evening of the 25th or the morning of the 26th. On August 27th, the, text, the family receives texts from allegedly uh, Petito. However, there, over the course, there has been some discrepancies. Okay, the 28th of August is somewhat blank. On August 26th, uh, Brian Laundry, the individual that parked the vehicle, is picked up by Miranda uh, Baker and her boyfriend. And he makes a, a statement he was camping by himself. Um, so with that in mind, and just by those kind of simple facts, we can conclude that the homicide occurred on the 25th or early morning of the 26th. Um, I watched several interviews uh, and several of the uh, videos that were made by uh, Tito. Um, I noticed a lot of red flags that went up for me with Brian Landry, and I've dealt with a lot of people before in my career. Um, the biggest problem I find is the what I call upscaling. It was apparent that Petito's 
FaceTime and journal of the trip had gained a large audience. She also seemed very very goal-orientated, uh, good artist. Um, Brian, on the other hand, to me, didn't seem You know, he didn't seem very outgoing or very, he didn't have an explorer's type of mentality, basically, I guess what I'm trying to say. They report that he was a survivalist. Well, I've seen survivalists in my time and I don't think I would consider him a survivalist. Avid hiker, camper, maybe survivalist, probably not. Uh, what really what really irks my my ass about this whole case was the. What I consider a deceptive nature of the Laundry family. Um, your son arrives home from a supposedly a four-month. He returns home early from a four-month band trip across the United States without his girlfriend, and nobody says, "Hey, what the hell is your girlfriend?" I mean. Do I believe they didn't ask? Absolutely not. They asked. Um, I mean, who the hell wouldn't? You know, my kid goes out with somebody and 20 minutes later I don't see the other person. I wonder what the hell, what the hell happened. Where they go? Okay. Um, again, he's simply... Allowed, assisted, whatever one wants to consider it, to wander off into the Florida marshes. Right? <clears throat> I mean, nothing for nothing, but if I was a parent, I would be at least putting two and two together. That comes to four, just in case. Um, you know. So, being adults, from my experience, uh, if the parents promoted this type of, or were involved, was involved in this type of deceptive nature, you know, what had Brian learned over, over, over the years. You know?
myself personally, that motor vehicle stop that was made after a witness saw him striking her. Um, personally, I would have handled it a little, little different. You know, um, and then when he had his second little fit at, at another restaurant, red flag should have been popping up all over the place. Now you see, if Gabby had been older, she would have probably seen these signs right away. Unfortunately, she was young. And the problem with youth is a lack of life experience. So, be that what it may, um, you know, it's sad to it's sad to see something like this unfold. Were there lessons to be learned? Yeah, there were a lot of lessons to be learned. A lot of good lessons. And I'll get into those right now. But learning a good lesson should never replace... the tragedy that occurred. Lesson number one. Regardless of law enforcement, let me tell you what, law enforcement never wants assistance, sometimes not even from each other, to help solve a case. It's an ego thing. It's always been there, always will be there. Um, however, in this case, if it wasn't for the assistance of the public, who knows what might have happened? You know, let's face it. You know, statements made by Miranda Baker about the time and the place they picked the laundry up. The two individuals that had spotted the van. You know, these are all what law enforcement wants to consider a civilian entity, but let's face it, guys, there's more of them than there are of us. You know, we're only a certain number. We can only be in so many places at this, at one time, and they can be all over the place. So, that's one of the things that law enforcement need to, you know, realize that taking, taking uh, or getting help or resources from the civilian world is more times than not more advantageous than it is hurtful to uh, investigating crime. 
and I'll name a crime right here in uh, Connecticut, Dorian Vincent case. Law enforcement had let that case lay since 1988. In that case, the suspect's still alive. An accomplice is still alive. And people with knowledge of the case are still alive. Um, it was first introduced on a radio show, Squeaky Beaks. And there have been some offshoots from that. But in totality, the, the two uh, individuals, civilian individuals investigating the case, obtained more information than the local police department had found themselves. But yet the police department refuses to acknowledge or follow up on any of the information they found. You know, that in itself is negligent. Lazy and negligent. Okay, that's how it is. You know, I'm not saying we can solve every crime or every disappearance, but you know what? Sometimes you got to get your ass off that seat. So, with that being said, I apologize having to step away from the mic for a minute. I had to get some business done. Um, you know, I just kind of want to reiterate the fact about domestic violence, which is a very, <clears throat> I don't want to say it's a new trending issue because domestic violence has been as, around as long as time. I think that we are, because of media and exposure, we are starting to see it more understand it but at the same time we should not allow it to become part of our cultural framework you know um, it shouldn't be as a matter of fact you know and, and I know that in a Majority of the cases, it's most often the males being the aggressor. However, don't kid yourself. There are females that are just as bad. Okay? You know, I, I think throughout our life, we always have... <clears throat> someone that always pushes the right button. However, <clears throat> it's how we respond when the button is pushed. You know, unfortunately, in <clears throat> the Gabby Petito case, um, like I said, from my personal observations of prior videos, mannerisms, statements, 
maybe it's just me and my type of parenting. I don't know how comfortable I would be with a <clears throat> a male living in Florida. My daughter's in New York or wherever in New Jersey, wherever it happened to be. <clears throat> I'm not a person that deals well with not knowing, not being able to contact. And in this case, you know, it ended up tragic. You know, and I, It's always a tragedy when any person that has such talent and ability whose life is taken away by an individual who has no control we could go over the dynamics of why people are like that, but quite honestly, if we went over those dynamics of why people act that way, I'd piss a lot of people off. You know, this control issue thing, everybody's got to be in control. Just remember some good words of advice from an older guy. Don't worry about the things you can control because you can control them. Don't worry about the things you can't control because you can't control them. But at the same time, as we get older, we expect people to respond different to situations, you know. Um, but to move on a little bit... Um, I hope this case is, like I said, brought up, brought out two major two major points, or three actually. You know, be aware when domestic violence is occurring, uh, whether it's in your family, whether it's people you know, see things you see. Uh, sometimes you got to drop a dime and make the call, you know. It's not an easy thing to do, but sometimes it needs to be done. The second <clears throat> is law enforcement needs to start learning to work with the public more, especially when it comes, in, comes to information leading to crimes homicides, murders, disappearances. The egotism needs to go, and for all of us that have been around a long time, you know what egotism is? Egotism simply means I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I hope I can fool everybody. That's what it means. And last but not least, I hope that 
brought attention to all of these people that are they just randomly disappeared over the decades that have never been found. There's people out there that know and have information on homicides, on, on, on disappearances, on kidnapping, abductions. You know, nothing for nothing. But I'm going to tell you like it is. If you know anything about something like that and you don't report it, you are just as guilty as the person that did it. You might not like what I say, but it's the truth is the truth. You know, we have so many people that are missing who have disappeared. And people are out there that knows what the fuck happened. And they won't say anything because you know, the oh, I'm afraid. You know what? Grow a set of balls. You know, I, I love it when they say, oh, I'm afraid. I, this happened 40 years ago. The, the suspect's 90 years old. I'm afraid. What the frick's he going to do? Beat you with a sock? Or maybe if I close my eyes, it'll disappear. Well, you know what? The way to knowing shit like this doesn't disappear. Not only that, you know why it doesn't disappear? Because when you know shit like that and you don't say anything, you're just as guilty. So it's your conscience that's bothering you, nothing else. And it should bother you. You know? So. So figure it out. Like I always tell you, I always have an email address. <clears throat> you always can send me information if you don't want to be known who you are. I don't need to know who you are. Just send me whatever you have. Disappearances, homicides, abductions, missing people. doesn't matter. I'll make sure the information gets into the right hands. My, my email address, <clears throat> I said it a couple of times, but I'll say it again. It's F-O-R-E-V-E-R-N-I-G-H-T-C-T, the number one, at Comcast.net. ct one at Comcast.net. You can send me... Anything you want anonymous forwarded to somebody, law enforcement, FBI, I don't care. I'll deal with all of them. And, um, or just cases and topics that you think need to, need to be talked about, but not in a politically correct manner, because I am not politically correct. I, I probably can't even spell politically, to be quite honest with you. But at the same time, I want to bring up one more, one more point. <coughs> this bronchitis is killing me, so you got to kind of excuse me. I get this shit all the time at this time of the year. It sucks. But, um, you know, I, 
we had gone over the Freedom of Information Act um, a couple episodes ago, and what I'm going to try to do is I need to figure out how to put a cap, have the government put a cap, a, a time, uh, regardless of the status of a case, that the information be released. Like the Dennis Lloyd Martin case, ridiculous. Lost, a lost child, 50-something years ago. Suspects are dead. Most of the witnesses are dead. And the Federal Bureau of Investigation won't turn it over. Well, I hate to tell you, Federal Bureau of Investigation, I've interviewed more people than you have. I found witnesses you couldn't find. So maybe the next time you think you're being a Billy Badass by hiding information that the government says you have to provide me, which you don't provide me, you haven't provided with a lot of people. Maybe you need to think about that. Maybe legislation has to be made so next time you decide you want to make one of those deals, you get put back in your place where you belong. So, with that, like I always say, if you hear footsteps behind you and you're in a dark place, dark parking lot, dark alleyway, dark street, path in the woods, first ask yourself what the hell you're doing there. And just be advised, the person behind you, you don't know what their intent is. Maybe that's something you need to think about too. Until the next episode, I will see you then.